Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm John Ryan, and this is Pod Roast. This week, watch out for that umbrella, British scandal on Russian poisoners, and the new podcast from the pen pals of murderers. Join Wondery Plus to listen to an episode of this podcast you've not even started listening to yet a week early and ad-free. Well, there's a thoroughly unshow business way to begin. But they are the first words you hear on British Scandal, Wondery's first international podcast, whatever that means. How about giving me the desire to hear it earlier before smacking me in the face with the subscribe message? It's the voice of Alice Levine, formerly of Radio 1 and latterly of My Dad Wrote a Porno. The new series promises Savile and phone hacking and swirls of outrage, but it begins with the Litvinenko affair. After the plug, it's into a slightly tiresome and over-rehearsed open. OK, Matt, do I have a story for you, starts Alice. Alice, I'm all ears, says so far uncredited Matt. She promises a story with conspiracy, corruption, murder and farce, and tosses out some obvious mid-noughties references like Nokia's, MySpace and My Humps, and an incestuous reference to bootcut jeans. I can't wait to hear this, over-enthuses Matt, who's still not been identified. Actually, come to that, nor has Alice. Well, buckle up, you're in for a ride, she replies. A tense piano theme begins, and Alice narrates the tale on an autumn night in 2006, which begins with Marina Litvinenko listening to her husband throwing up. But no sooner does she start that she's interrupted by Mark. I feel a deep sense of dread, he says, apropos of nothing. It's foreboding, isn't it? Alice comes back with, adding nothing. In the story, Marina jumps out of bed to mix magnesia and water for her ill husband, and we get the appropriately perfunctory sound effects. Hilariously, she looks at her watch and the ticking is turned up to 11. Alice describes in flashback, not easy to do, the moment six years before when the Russians arrived at Heathrow, Sasha telling a policeman at the airport that he was a KGB officer seeking asylum. Alice's delivery is pretty straight, but I can't help thinking this is a complex story and could probably be slowed down a bit. Back in real time, their doctor arrives, along with over-exaggerated door and footsteps effect, as you might expect, He's shocked at the appearance of his patient, as there's only one thing that could cause him to deteriorate so fast. Poison. The piano's been replaced by strings, which climax at this point as the story pauses. Hello, UK listeners. Listen up, because this one's just for you, begins the most egregious sponsor mention I've ever heard. So did you know that 90% of oral care starts from home? Which I guess makes sense, right? Says Alice. Spotlight Oral Care makes carefully formulated products, clinically proven ingredients, and provides customised oral care at home. Everything you need to love your smile. 
Now, I have a theory that the best advertising copywriters are seduced by the big bucks of television. Middle rankers end up online. With some honourable exceptions, radio gets the crumbs from TV's table, hopelessly executed radio versions of a visual creative, or tired old tropes like discounted brand jingles, voice of the CEO ads, or producer interrupting the ad on talkback. Then there's a tier of beyond lazy copywriting that puts sponsor messages into podcasts. We get it. Someone needs to pay for what we're listening to. But please make it less crap. You have the benefit of host endorsement. Give them something to work with. Here, Alice has to feign excitement that Spotlight Oral Care was founded by doctors Lisa and Vanessa Craven, both qualified practicing cosmetic dentists and sisters from Ireland in 2016 with the aim to invent the best oral care products. Frankly, on its own, that could be my favourite irrelevant advertising sentence ever. Basically, they are fangirls of oral care, adds Alice, before going into a convoluted description of an electric toothbrush. It's a game-changer, apparently. Seriously, if I hear anything else described as a game-changer this year. It's also got three settings and is paraben-free, in case you were wondering. I had to go and look up what a paraben even was. There's 30% off anyway, just like there is as soon as you land on the Spotlight website from anywhere else, so whatever. All I know is we're 416 in and 130 so far has been advertising. If I wasn't actually duct taped into this chair to listen for pod roast, I really wouldn't be listening now. The chance of me shelling out £110 for a toothbrush is pretty remote too. Parabens or no parabens. From Wandery, I'm Alice Levine, and I'm Matt Ford, and this is British Scandal. They both finally pipe up over a stirring but undermixed theme tune. They introduce each other and introduce the idea of London grad, or the permeation of Russian money and influence, into our capital. This gets slightly more promising. Apart from some obvious gags, it's definitely warmer and more natural than the paint-by-numbers badinage we heard earlier. But in no time, there's another chunk of exposition. Back in Russia in the 1990s, and Litvinenko has a new boss, someone called Vladimir Putin. The music throughout isn't unpleasant. There are some more spot effects. They are quite unpleasant. Again, Alice's delivery is a bit sharp to really take this in well. There's also a tiresome over-reliance on shoehorning references to stuff like TikTok. Mark pops up every so often to explain points like who different oligarchs are. At 1553, there's another Wandry plug, this time for the Doctor Death podcast. It's nearly two minutes long, obviously too long. At 35, we're treated to a Handmaid's Tale plug. It flips from overwritten story segment to discussion to ad all the way through. I was waiting to hear from what it really needs, which is a third voice, an expert on whatever story they're dealing with each week. Alice wraps up by telling us it's the first episode of our new podcast, The Litvinenko Affair, rather than using the overarching title, British Scandal. There's yet more wandery puffery, a disclaimer about how the reported speech isn't actually for real in the drama, and more theme all too low in the mix. 
Alice and Matt are unconvincing, but promising, and there's too much tell and not enough show in this. It really does need the third host. And I think, really, they started with the wrong tale. If the content was aimed at UK listeners, as squarely as the toothbrush ad is, they'd have gone with one of the other stories on their list, rather than the Russia versus Great Britain one, which is suspiciously likely to play well to a US wandering audience. Here's another one of those think-about-it-for-a-minute-to-realise-how-rubbish-it-is podcast phrases. Listener discretion is advised. What are you actually saying to me when you read those words, especially when the very title of your podcast is Letters from a Killer? It's new from Podimo, and it does exactly what it says on the tin. Another mournful piano, this time with a cracking script, though, and a soft male American voiceover. Picture... A five- or six-year-old boy, who many said was undersized for his age, getting kicked in the stomach by a five-foot-eight-tall, 300-pound grown woman. These are the written words of Jason Campbell, the episode four murderer in Letters from a Killer. Brits Ned Parker and Zoe Hines provide the context around those words, in that way that producers who put themselves on the air often demonstrate why we have such things as presenters. It's very readery here. They sound like the producers, not the stars. The music builds. There's a 911 call effect. This is Letters from a Killer, says a fourth voice. An annoying level change. Episode 4, becoming a killer. A prison door slam effect. And we're off into the podcast proper. The sound design is predictably OTT. A boiling coffee machine bubbles into life. And I'm expecting some grim tale of cell retribution. Instead, we're in a crumbling hotel outside a crumbling town. Somewhere in Ohio in May 2019. With Ned, who's a documentary maker and is just making coffee. They're good words, but they're just thrown away, really, which is a shame. Ned's in his room, drinking tepid coffee from a styrofoam cup, even though we just heard the water boil, no? He talks about the urgency of talking to his kids back in the UK after spending time that day with Campbell and hearing his story of childhood abuse at the hands of his adopted parents. Even this intimacy is a little pat, a little red. Zoe thanks us for our support so far and asks for ratings. Then Ned's back and sounding twice as natural, as he appears to now be speaking from the heart than the page. They set it up really well with the case file, as a voiceover back over music and with sound effects to tell us the bare bones of the story. Campbell escapes jail where he's serving two years for car theft. He breaks into a house and there's a violent struggle. He stabs a couple dead, steals clothes and $20 before sleeping in the spare room at his victim's house. He escaped justice for months because of an extraordinary twist. Another murder on the same street that night. Ned and Zoe talk over the case a little. So far, so true crime. Too much stop-start, says one Apple podcast reviewer, and do you know what? I think they're right. It's called Letters from a Killer, and apart from the opening montage, the first time we hear anything else from the killer is at 9.28. It's voiced by a VO artist, of course, but these are the words written on death row. 
Another reviewer says there's absolutely no need for the host to repeat everything the writer has said, describing it as harder work than an ITV crime reconstruction documentary that explains simple events 20 times, just in case the audience were catatonic enough not to have understood it the first time. No need for this chatter is their admittedly overcritical headline, but you can't help thinking word for word. It's not called Letters from a Documentary Producer. I'm John Ryan, weary-eared and disappointed for Pod Roast. This week with British Scandal from Wandery and Letters from a Killer from Podimo. I listen to these so you don't have to. Hello and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo. And for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. 